It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. Is there an unfair pressure that our culture, our community, and even society in its totality puts on black men? Is there one? Let's just break down a few things, right? As a black as a black man, just let's just let's just start with home and what our women expect from us, right? And it, it seems like there's this there's this very unrealistic pressure black women put on black men. We are the only man in the world out of all races of men that are required so much and given no praise when we do meet even half or or fully all the requirements. We are the only man where our women expect us to be everything. You see, white women know that there's a balance to their men. Spanish women seem to know that there's a balance to their men. There's there's trade-offs. You're not going to get everything in a man, just like we don't get everything from y'all. You know what I'm saying? And Asian um, women know the same thing. Middle Eastern women know the same thing. But black women, let me describe what black women want and what they say they won't settle for, which is why so many of them are single. They want, I'm going to break this down fully. They want a street nigga who's also educated who has several hustles, a solid career, has been in some trouble, possibly even with the law, who's rough, but yet basically compromises to her every want and will. He's a leader, but yet when you think about it, he's, he's, a, he's actually a follower. See, a lot, a lot of their requirements are very... They contradict each other, which is why they can't find men like this. Um, who is known but reserved. Who's a porn star in bed in every aspect from size to performance. But they want him faithful and to not have slept with too many women. They want him to have status that they could show off. He has to um, make a lot of money, which we know, and I'm not making excuses, but and I'm not saying there's not brothers that have, have broke the mold, but we know it's not as easy for him to go out there and just get to that bag when most of us, first of all, we didn't even grow up with a dad. We don't have any legacy. There was no silver spoon around. We're coming from this. We're coming from scratch. See, some black men love to compare white men to black men when it comes to finances, where most of those white men have had wealth in their, it's in their DNA. Okay. It was passed down. Them kids were born with a head start. We starting from scratch. So when a brother get it, he really got it. You understand? There's, if he loses it, he doesn't have it anymore because there's no parents to turn to. There's no one to turn to. His parents are broke. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? They want us to be all of these things at once. Some of these things kind of cancel each other out. Right? We have to... We have to be well-groomed yet. I mean, they, they want this perfect man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you, the media has played a role in this. Because that's, that's what they put out. When you go watch those white shows, they have average guys in there. Then you watch the black shows and the black movies, and they put fucking Superman in that shit. All right? I remember growing up, you know, we watched the Tyler Perry movies. And I remember, you know, my... My church family would talk about, like, why is every man in this movie, like, chiseled? Like, every nigga don't look like that. These are these perfectly well-groomed, eloquent, super black men. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not, 
I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't strive for greatness. That's not what I'm saying. But we're the only race that puts that much pressure on it. And it's crazy for us to be the brokest, most rudest, disrespectful, most violent people in America. To us to be, to come from what we come from, the struggle that we come from that, you know, still goes on to this day. And to not have any understanding as to why some people can't really be all the way this fucking Superman. You know what I'm saying? We just finally got the bag within the last 10, 20 years. We we ain't had the bag that long. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. I mean, we ain't had the bag that long. You didn't have too many black men making it in corporate America in the 70s. You know how niggas made money in the 70s, 80s, and 90s? They sold drugs. If they weren't an athlete, if they weren't um, a, a, a musician or something like that, they sold drugs. It, you you didn't make six figures in your 20s. I mean, then then, then there's nothing. I'm sorry, no, y'all put a lot of pressure on these young dudes. Y'all put a lot of unrealistic pressure. I seen a girl the other day, she was talking and she said, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're 17 or 18 or 19 and you're still living with your mom, you're a bum. I'm like, what the fuck? When was that being a bum? Well, I guess I was a big bum because I definitely lived with my mom 17, 18, 19. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't live with my mom in my 20s. You know what I mean? Like, damn. You know what I'm 17, 18, 19, bumming it up, living with a mom? Shit. I mean, fuck. 17, some, some, most kids are still in high school. And it's just, it's this media, man. It's, it's putting it out there. You know, cause we see it. We do see young niggas getting money now, but a lot of them young niggas getting money is scamming. Now, I'm not saying all of them are. You have your exceptions, but you don't see white people putting that type of pressure on each other. You don't see that at all. And they have way more than we do. And they still don't put that type of pressure on each other. Like we don't, they don't put that on their men like that. The white boy don't have to be everything. He can just be some things and those, some things can be enough. And sometimes even more than enough for the woman that chooses to be with him. When you watch their, and I'm going to tell you how you see it. When you watch their shows, when you watch their cartoons, they have average white guys in there. They have something about them screams average, even if they're rich. Like, you know, so they have average white guys in there. Then you watch the black shows and, you, and it's, it's like Superman. Everybody not going to be a Bill Cosby. Everybody ain't going to be an Uncle Phil. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... They have Superman in there. And and I know some people would take what I'm saying to say, oh, so what? We're supposed to ju just, you know, go for the dysfunction? No, it's not about going for the dysfunction. First of all, it's about having understanding. You want black men to understand your struggles. Everybody wants black men to understand what they go through, but nobody has to ever take the time to understand what we go through and the shorthand that we have to deal with. And some of us, we go past that. But you have to understand, it takes an unrealistic, I'm not saying impossible, unrealistic stance of drive and, you know, willing to break through a lot of different adversities to get to being that type of a brother that is damn near the total package. Okay? Like, the, 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 and I think what it comes down to is, no other race puts down their men the way our race does, right? And and it goes women too, but we're talking about men today, right? No other race is like running around calling their men broke ass white boys or none. Of, they, they don't do that, you know. They just if they don't like them, they just move on. They don't talk to them. They don't put these pressures on their men like that. You understand? And it's just like it seems like it, in today's society we're moving into a place where if you're not damn near. This perfect, unrealistic kind of brother when you think about it, especially with the whole street nigga slash business owner thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, you know, um, when you, when you, um, if you're not that, it's like you ain't shit. And I've said this before, you know, black men are only loved when we, when we, when we can be everything. And when, and all, or when we're when when people need us, that's it. We don't get unconditional love. Black women they get unconditional love. Black women can work at McDonald's, have two kids. Black women can have fake hair. Black women can be fat. Black women can be rude. 
Black, all black women have to be is black and the community supports them. We love them. We embrace them. We encourage them. We tell them it's okay, girl. It's okay, sis. How are we saying it's okay, sis, now that black women have the upper hand over not just black men, but even white people? How are we still saying it's okay, sis? No, it's not okay. It's not. No, it's not. It's not okay. 16 and pregnant. GED. Walmart. It's not okay. Right. But but it's 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 dead wrong for the man. And these brothers are out here literally losing their lives. They're losing their freedom. And some of them are even losing their mind, their peace of mind, their mental health. Trying to keep up with the Joneses because of the pressure that black men and black women put on black men. These are the images that we see. And I, and I love some of these images, right? I mean, look at Ghost from Power. You know, strong, well-groomed, handsome, club owner, major drug dealer, father. Where the fuck does that happen? You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, does it happen? Yes. But it's not the common. It's just what they want us to think is the common. And these women, they, they love to try to put these images out and talk about this is a real man or this is what... I'm going for. And it's like, well, where is he? Because, you know, say if this was something that was so common and and this is what the normal was. And, you know, if you're not that and you just didn't make the cut, all y'all would have a, 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 a James St. Patrick on your arms. A nigga who's just as street as he is savvy in a the, in the business business world and, and 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 just as rough and rugged as he, you know, what I'm saying like, come on now, as he is clean and smooth, like. These these things are rare, you see, and I think what it comes back down to for me is it's not about not wanting the best for your men or wanting. To, let's keep it real. Do y'all want the best for the men or do you want the best for you? You don't give a fuck about the black man being great. You want the black man to be great for you. It's not about him because y'all don't give a damn about the black man who's great and is with a white woman or with a Spanish woman or Asian woman or just simply by himself. And keeping all that good wealth and all that goodness to himself. You want it for you. Ask her why she don't want no broke ass nigga. Ask her why she don't want no. And I'm saying the words that they call us. I'm not saying what I think. Why they don't want the good guy. Why they don't want the, the, the nerd. Ask him why. And then all, all you're going to hear is a bunch of shit about them. Well, I don't, and I can't, and I wouldn't be able to. They're the only ones. And black men, we do the same shit to each other, too. Some of y'all niggas will go get a car and start making $1,000 a week selling drugs and then want to laugh at the nigga who was t taking the bus to his job. We, we, we get little, we take one little, one big problem I see with black people in general is we take one little step. And want to look down on the nigga on the, on the step behind us. Nigga, you ain't even made it to the, to the top floor yet. Get up there. See that I'm still here. And I guess if you just feel so compelled, you can make fun. Don't take one step, nigga. Then we wonder why we always falling down. Because you too busy looking at me when you should be just looking forward and keep moving. Maybe one day you could help me get up these steps. But instead of looking, instead of looking forward, you looking at me who's behind you. And then your dumb ass. Keep walking while you do it, and then you trip and fall. Going up the steps. They're going to trip and fall going up the steps. Because we get these statuses to shit on each other. We don't get these statuses because we really just naturally want them. We're, we are already at the bottom. You know, we're going we're gonna to fight and compete our way out of the bottom. Rather than just do us and get where we got to go and come back and help the people. Some people do that, but most of us... It's a status. That's why a nigga gets some money. First thing he want to do is go go look like money. Most niggas, whether they want to admit it or not, would rather be broke but look rich than be rich and look regular. And there's a reason behind that, and I understand that reason. I've broke that down before as well. However, I want you to just think that we're the only race that, that is okay with that. We're the only race. I've had plenty of white friends show me so much money not to show it to me, but just to show me what, what was going on with what they were doing. And I'm like, damn, why are you not fresh? Why are you not 
that was the, like the younger me, you know, when I had more white friends, you know, and, and then as I got a little bit smarter and wider, I started to realize like that's because them folks had real goals and they weren't living <laughs> Their People don't pressure them. They actually get to just be. They actually get to just be. They can just live. I, I really wonder if there wasn't so much of this unrealistic pressure put on especially young black men and especially this new mentality of get the money at all costs. Right. Just they don't even say, no, get a career and do things right. No, we just scream, get money. So niggas like, fuck it, I'll go scam, I'll go trap, I'll go rob, I'll do whatever. I was joking the other day. This girl asked me, what do you do? I said, I steal cars. She said, hey, you know, whatever you got to do, man, I ain't mad at you. And I'm just looking at her like, she's dumb. Bitch, I might steal your car. And I, I know I, I've never stole a car in my life. I mean, I've stole my mama car, you know, go do hood rat things. But you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, that's actually how I learned how to drive. When I was in high school, I used to take my mama car at night and go drive around and go mess with girls or go to my homeboy's house, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, taught myself how to drive by stealing my mama car. But I ain't never stole no car the way we're talking about Grand Theft Auto style. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't never did that. But it was just funny that she didn't judge me for it. You know? Like, this mentality, and it's not the only thing, but it's definitely one of the main things I think that's leading to so, so many of our black men being incarcerated or being dead. The black race or any race without its men is going to fall. It's going to fail. Women cannot operate in masculine space and win. They can't. Just like men can't do it to, to in feminine space. So all this this whole see they, that's what that's that's where that's what feminism and the government and media wants you to think is that you don't need a man, girl. They want the women. They want our women. Why do you think they only push that shit on black women? See, y'all don't y'all y'all don't know how to wake up. Anything they only push on black people, you have to pay attention to that shit. Why do you think that that our culture and media and and movies pushes this whole you don't need a man thing, and they mainly push it on black women? It's always marketed towards black women. It's independent woman. When you even think of the word independent woman, I mean, it's independent woman. It should go to anybody. But who do we think about? What race of women? Black women. They want them to really believe they don't need their men. We don't need the men in the community. We can do their job for them. Look, I'm look at this single mom. She raised LeBron James. Look, we can do anything. How many LeBron Jameses do you know? See, that's, that's another problem with black people. We, we find one black person doing something. We like we just jump towards, oh, well, this is the new standard. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because LeBron James is who LeBron James is because he's good at basketball. You think his mom taught him how to play basketball? Is LeBron James, does he show good qualities as a man? Yeah, of course. He's a, he's a great dad. You know, he he's really nice and well-spoken and he's cool and all these great things. I, I've never heard any bad story about LeBron James. Have you? Probably not, right? However... We wouldn't know LeBron James if he didn't play basketball. He'd be some good dad somewhere in wherever. Well, he's from Cleveland, right? Cleveland that we never heard of. How many niggas do you know in Cleveland? I don't know any. It was a basketball. You think his mom taught him how to shoot a three point? You think his mom taught him how to how to how to how to play basketball? So I mean, no. It was a man that taught him that. So you don't even try to bring up stuff like that, because that's what y'all love to do is bring up one nigga. One woman and be like, this is the new this is the new rule. No, it's not. Everybody don't play basketball. Everybody's not going to be rich, bro. Everybody white people understand that. Y'all think they don't, but trust me, white people fully understand that shit. That's the only person in my life that ever told me they don't want to be a millionaire was a white girl. We were talking one day, and this is a white girl I was in a relationship with back in the days, right? Her name was Amanda. Amanda, me and Amanda sitting there talking. And she's like, talking about like what we want out of life, right? And I just started to notice that our lists were so different. Like my lists were very much based in success and, you know, monetary material things. And I got to have this car and I really, really want this house. And I want to 
give money to these people. And it was just a bunch of money. Even the good stuff was still just money, 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 money. And she was talking about like stuff that doesn't even, doesn't even, you can't even pay for. Things that you have to obtain through experience and wisdom and stuff like that. And then I, I just asked her, I said, so, I mean, do you want to be rich? She said, no. I said, what you mean, no? I, I couldn't understand it. Because black people, we're, money is shoved down our throats. I mean, to be the poorest people in America, money is constantly shoved down our throats, right? Like, I mean, we're not the poorest, but you know we, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, I don't know. Everything's about fucking money with black people. Everything's about goddamn money with black people. It's annoying. It really is. It really, it really is. Right? Because the, the rich people in this country, most of them don't even care about money. You talk to them, they won't even mention money. You know what I'm saying? You go talk, the rich black man only talk about the money. Talk to a rich white man, he talk about life. You know what I'm saying? And some of y'all, y'all just, y'all haven't met enough of either to know, but I have, you know, because of how I grew up and where I grew up. And the thing about it is this, right? Like the, 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 the kids, um, I mean, my bad. I went off topic. Amanda would 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 she? I, I asked her. I was like, "So you don't want to be rich? Are you saying like you're not working towards it?" She said, "No, I don't want to be rich." I said, "So I couldn't believe it. It was like, yeah, you're just trying to impress me or something. You must want me to think that you're not a gold digger or some shit like that." Mind you, this white girl comes from a pretty 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 paid up family. She, I mean, they're not rich, but they definitely far from broke. I would say if I had to class them, I would say they were either upper upper middle class or lower high class, um, which is very good in America, right? Shit, and if you're doing good in America, you doing you're doing good anywhere. Let's keep it real. So I said, I said, so if I was to give you a couple million dollars, would you take it? She said, No, I don't. I don't want it. You know, she said, Money does this and money does that to people, and I I I know me and. You know, she just basically broke it down that it's just something that would ultimately ruin her. She said she would like to make enough money to survive and be able to do fun things, but she does not want to be rich. You will never in your life meet a black person who tells you they don't want to be rich. Every black person right now is stressing themselves out to become Superman or Superwoman. They want to be it all, especially the women. They definitely want to be it all. I mean, they want to be it all. They want to be single and taken. They want to be a, a, a single mom and a wife. They want to be a bad bitch and a, and a queen. They want, they want to be everything. They, they are really unrealistic. But see, the difference is black women put that pressure on themselves. We do not tell them you have to be all those things. And I would never let one of them tell me that we do because we really don't. If anything, we tell them you don't have to be all those things. We tell them, no, you can't be all those things. If anything, you cannot be a bad bitch, mom, wife, living like you single. I mean, not to no real man, not to no real nigga. Like, we're not going for that. Like, you're going to have to pick one or the other. Like, you know what I'm saying? All of this. Who said moms can't have fun too? The universe, bitch. Like, we didn't make the rules. <laughs> The fuck? All that fun you have and one day them kids fall off of something because you over there making TikTok videos. That's why your ass can't be everything. And they don't get it until their kids fall off of something and bust their head open. And now you, you got to explain this to the police and, and shade room and baller alert. Okay? Then then they start to see why. When a daughter comes in and say, Mom, while you was out clubbing last night, this man was touching on my vagina, my private part. Then they see why they can't be that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, but, you know, they'll they'll, they'll probably, I was going to say, they'll learn eventually, but no, they probably won't. There is a lot of unfair pressure put on black men, you know, and black men put it on each other. Black women definitely put it on us, you know, um, and white America does too, you know, but honestly, white America in the more recent times has been more understanding of us than our own people. I'm going to say that again because I think it went over most of y'all's heads. Y'all didn't, y'all, I want you to take the time to really think about what I just said. White, white America. Ain't that some shit? White America has become more understanding of the black man's plight than our own people. And, and no one considers all the stuff 
that is pointed against us. I love this one picture I, I keep seeing, right? And I know I know some of y'all have seen it too. And it's a picture of Ash from Pokemon. And there's these like five characters, five, six characters pointing a gun at him. And they put like like a, a, a label over every character. And one of them says gay black men. The other one says black women. The other one says police. The other one says black men. It's like, while you want me to become this unrealistic total package with no trade-offs, fully beneficial to you and kids, ultimately leaving me nothing but drained in the long run, whether it's physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, or all of all the above, or a mixture of two or three. While I have you trying to compete with me and see me as an enemy and treat me as an enemy. I have this man trying to shit on me or hate on me. I have the government and the police doing all the shit we already know they do. I have these gay men acting all weird and and trying me and wanting me to, I don't know, accept them, which, which I do. You know, then I also have all this other shit going on as well within myself. Then I got, you know, my failed ass childhood that I still have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? And the things that, you know, I didn't even know the roots of it was my failed childhood. You know, so I thought that was just who I am. And I'm like, no, I'm starting to realize that the more older I get, the more therapists and people like that I, I talk to oh wow that that was something that stems from the lack of this in my childhood or the lack of that or too much of this or too much of that right this unbalanced and while I'm doing all that I have to be all of these things or my pool of women to choose from to mate with and partner up with for life will be smaller and reduced to trash eventually. When you really think about it. Or something that's used up. Which, that's what trash usually is. Things that we use and throw away. Right? And while I'm doing this, I look out the window at the world and I see Mexicans and Dominicans and you know, the whole Latin America, I see the Asians, I see the, the Europeans, I see all these people being able to just simply be. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, good job anyway. Then in the meantime, I'm thinking, OK, this must be a black people thing. No, I'm watching the black women get unconditional love, unconditional respect and unconditional understanding. And it's just me sitting here not getting these things. The whole world gets it. There's no music out there besides hip hop that calls its own listeners broke. And that same rapper to sit there and make fun of you for being broke or not making money because you don't want to commit crimes for the money. So you're making money. You're just not making as much as he is because he committed crimes for his money. He sinned for his money. That same person the next day is telling me all his hood stories in a music video where he has a Ferrari, but a bunch of ghetto bastards in the background of the video. One day it's, man, I'm from the hood. I understand. Shit be hard. Uh, I grew up, man, with food stamp cards. Yeah, my mama, she prayed to God. I had to hit the block and sell that hard, yeah. Crack in my hand, crack in my walls. Yeah, they can't touch me, fuck the law. Man, I'm coming up, I'm a ball. Straight from the ghetto where it's terrible. And the next day, y'all broke-ass niggas ain't shit. I'm out here getting money, yeah, nigga, I'm rich. Y'all niggas broke, y'all niggas, it's some jokes. That's why your hoe want to fuck me, boy, you know. Man, I'm a young, rich nigga getting dick. Already know I got them bricks and them sticks. Nigga, I'm a walking lick. Nigga, you ain't shit. Like, damn. I mean, my nigga, I was just with you in the video. I was just with you in the video. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, we the only culture that do that shit, bruh. Our culture is the most toxic culture in the world. There is no other culture that literally encourages dysfunction, makes fun of its own people, while claiming to also yet understand it. I mean, we are all over the place. We're all over the place. You got this girl talking about some broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. Your daddy rich? Is your daddy rich? Huh? Oh, we silent now. What about your granddaddy? What about your son? What if he what if he don't get no money? What if life just doesn't work for him? Sometimes it's not about lack of ambition. Sometimes sometimes life just doesn't work for some people. We're the only ones. Black women wear weave, right? When the last time you heard a nigga say, I don't date girls who don't wear weave. And I'm bringing it up to say, yes, the black women have a lot of pressure because I know some of them here this episode say, well, what about us? We, we go through a lot too. Yeah, and a lot of that shit y'all go through is on y'all. You put yourself in that position. You, you are telling yourself that we're telling you you don't need it. You tell yourself you got to go spend $600 on hair. You tell you, we don't tell you that shit. Most black men are screaming, we want natural hair in our women. Is there unfair pressure on black men? You know, I want you guys to hear this. All right, listen to listen. Matter of fact, I'm glad that this happened because now it's actually more useful. So I want you guys to hear this. Right? I want you guys to listen to this right here. Back to my boys, because I feel like we live in two Americas. And I feel like my boys, they're who I worry about. My, my girl, I think girls are savvy. Girls, if you're cute, we can get by. Black women in this country, we are in a better position, unfortunately, than our black men. And I think we do our black men a disservice. And I say we, I don't mean we in particularly. What motivates me to do what I'm doing? My boys, mostly. And creating a space for the black fam. Okay, um, and and did y'all hear that? So that's a black woman, Paula Mitchell, who you know, um, she she sees it, she knows this, you know what I'm saying. And I wish that she would have expounded more on the whole "we do a disservice" thing. She kind of went to the next point, um, and I understand I do that a lot too. Uh, trying to get everything all all together, especially when you're on the time limit, these Instagram videos or these podcasts, whatever. And I, I really, you know, wish that she would have went more into the whole we do them a disservice because that's where episodes like this one and what we're talking about come into play. And I guess I'm explaining for her, but I would love to hear from her, a black woman who can acknowledge these things. You know, there is a disservice that's being done to black men when we put all this unfair, unwarranted, unnecessary pressure on them. You know, there's a lot of great men out here Um there's a lot of great men out here and black women. Y'all know it's true. You know, you've met some good brothers out here, whether you found them attractive or not. This is not just about dating and relationships here. This is this is just about in general. OK. And they're not getting they don't get anything for it. You know, when black men get rewarded, when we're fucking Superman. OK, it is some good, hardworking brothers who are car mechanics, who are construction workers who work at warehouses, who um, 
our basketball coaches for high schools and stuff like that, or football coaches, baseball, whatever. It is some good, hardworking black men out here. It really is. And the thing about it is, I like what this, how this one brother put it the other day. Um, I would play it for you, but it's on this phone I'm using right now, so you won't be able to really hear it. How he broke down how we're the only men that don't really get appreciated for the stuff that we do. You guys drain us and require so much from us, and then when we when we when we we step up to the plate and somehow make it happen, you know what I'm saying? We don't really get much out of it because once again, fellas, they now I'm just speaking about the black women in our lives. They don't want this good for us for us. Most of them do not. They want it for them. They want it for them. That's why when you ask any black woman, go and try it if you don't believe me. Ask her to describe what a real man is. What's a real man to you? And I guarantee you, seven out of ten, ask her to give give ten traits. Seven out of ten of those ten traits are going to be about her. It's going to be... And he takes care of his wife and he provides for his wife and he is going to be a whole bunch of stuff that benefits them. Some of those things in no form or fashion benefit you. And what do you get in return? A used up piece of pussy. That's your payment. That's your payment. Or more pressure. Oh, you did that? Well, now I need this. You've shown me now. Sometimes it's actually a curse being a, a good man. Because now they, they think, oh, he made it that far. Well, let's see how far further we can push him. And no, it's not for you. Because some black women would hear what I'm saying and they would say, so what, you're mad that we motivate y'all to be better? No, bitch. If that's what you took from this, then you've, you've really fucked up in life. If you've listened to this episode and that's what you've taken from this, you've severely fucked up in life and you are a part of the problem you are a part of the disservice and black men too for y'all who think the same thing would y'all mad you mad could we trying to no because this pressure that i'm that the one that i'm referring to is not leading to great things it's leading to jail it's leading to murder it's leading to jealousy it's leading to low self-esteem it's leading to depression it's leading to bipolarism and stuff like that it is literally destroying people Okay, it creates some people, but overall it destroys way more. And those some people don't turn around and give back to our community. So what? Why the fuck should we care? If if it was something that was beneficial, if I, if I had to lose ten soldiers to get one general, good, fuck them ten soldiers. But if I'm losing ten soldiers to build up a nigga who go play for the other team any fucking way. What are we talking about here? Are we just now happy just because he's black? We want something to represent us? We're too desperate for representation as it is. That's why y'all voted Joe Biden in office for Kamala. You never thought about that. How is she going to represent us as a black people? What does her history say she's done for black people? I know she's done for black people. She's taken a lot of men out of their household and left a lot of women, the same women who voted for her, as single moms. That's what Kamala Harris has done for black people. If you want to talk about it, but we so desperate for representation. We're so desperate for representation. So desperate. That we will run after a mostly Asian woman who has a little bit of black in her to <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Like, look what we celebrate in our community. Look what we celebrate. Why is little Dirk throwing baseballs at a Chicago Cubs game? How many murders is, is that is that kid behind? Why the fuck is he? Y'all couldn't get Chance the Rapper? And I like little Dirk, but I have to be objective. Why is little Dirk doing the first pitch at the Chicago's Cup, the Cubs game the other day? Why is King, King Vaughn on every wall in Chicago? He was a serial killer. And for all you protect black women, women, did you know that King Vaughn killed a girl? Like, we don't encourage none of the good shit unless it's fucking Superman. It can't just be average good. But what y'all feel with us, sometimes the average good is exactly what we need. That's the stuff that actually matters in our community half the time. 
Yeah. Because if we were to have to go build our own community on some black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma type shit. Huh? Yeah, you don't talk about it. Huh? Rosewood type shit. It's going to be the average men that go put in the work to build that community. It's not going to be the the the, the rappers. What are they going to do? I mean, they can probably, you know, foot the bill, give us the money, but it's going to be the average guys to actually go build that city. Protect that city. It's not going to be the nigga who owns a clothing line. He won't be important in a time like that. Nowhere near as important. He'll have some importance. Don't get it wrong. But he won't be as important. It won't be the photographers. It won't won't be the rappers. It won't be the actors. It's going to be the average brothers. The one who can fix a car. The one who can do roofing. The one who can paint a wall. The one who can lay down um, concrete and stuff like that. The brother who knows how to garden. That's who you're going to be looking for. Okay? Everybody else gets to be imperfect. Why can't black people be imperfect? What and, and then we die. We we drain ourselves. I mean, look at black our black women brothers. Some of them are dying to get perfect asses. Y'all already y'all are so fucking greedy. I mean, they're literally going to these countries and they I mean they're selling pussy to get to these countries. So they're giving out their soul to go out there and fly to Colombia, fly here, there, and a third, to not even enjoy the country when they get there. Cause you know, you know, once they get the BBL, they have to they have to like I think sit down and chill for a little while, right? And they gotta come back to Atlanta. They go down there and get these these asses and, and some of them are dying for for this, bro. Just the other day, a mom, a, a single mom of like two, three kids, she died. And y'all talking about something, oh, who said mamas can't be bad bitches too? I think her story, you know, serves pretty well. I think her story serves pretty well as a good example. Just And that's just one. She, she was trying to be a bad bitch. She needed to be a mom. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about ass no more. You ain't got to worry about ass no more. You have two kids. You, what you need to do is be trying to get back with the baby daddy or something. Find a nigga who will be a stepdad. BBL ain't gonna do it for you. Your ass is good enough for a nigga to put two kids in you. Hello, I just who shit. I got bars, baby. I should be a rapper. That ass, that ass is good enough for you for a nigga to fuck you twice and put two kids in you. Now, I'm assuming that you're not a hoe out here with two, three baby daddies. That's why I said that. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. Rest in peace to that woman and the other women like her, because she's not the only one. She's not the only one. It is unfair, unrealistic levels of pressure in the black community that are very much aiding and abetting the destruction of black men. This weird ass obsession black women have of black men being hyper masculine, but yet damn near being metrosexual as fuck. unrealistic it doesn't make much sense and once again I mean for me what kills me is I, I sit back and I look at the rest of the world and they're not going through that shit and I don't have to look at the rest of the world my women ain't going through that shit we have to be we are, we're, I'm telling you but only men have to be everything if we're not everything we ain't shit there is no, uh, well, okay, you, you know, you're a good, you're, you're a funny dude, or you're, you're handsome, or, you know, you're smart. No. If we're not everything, then we are nothing. It's, it's all in or nothing at all with, 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 for black men. You don't get to be in a gray area. You don't get to be, av- no. You're making $300,000 a year or better. And I, I, you know... That's why I like Kevin Samuel's show. It really, it really has shown me a lot of the stuff I've been thinking, and I've been wondering: Is this just Atlanta? No, 
This is what's going on. Give me one second, guys. Let me take a little swig of this water. You got, a, you know, I keep the big, the big water on our deck. You know what I didn't do this morning, guys? I didn't, I didn't take my shot of apple cider vinegar. So I'm about to do that really quickly, too, because I, I keep it next to me. With the mother. Ah, whoo! Yeah! Put some hair on your chest. When I said with the mother, I don't know, it, it says that on the bottle. <laughs> it said literally, it says apple cider vinegar, your daily dose of wellness with the mother. I don't know what the mother is, but I guess there's a mom in there somewhere. <clears throat> unrealistic. And when I say unrealistic, I'm not, y'all keep on, I, I think some of you guys are going to take it like impossible. No, it just doesn't, it just, on a realistic pace, here, let me break it down to you like this. I got it. I figured it out. On a realistic pace of the race. Right when you're pacing yourself, these these results are not what what's going to happen. You see what I'm saying? I, if I'm not mistaken, how long would they say? How long did they say it takes to, the average person to run a, a run a mile? Let's just say it's four minutes, right, to run a mile. Excuse me. Y'all expect men to run the black men to run a mile in two minutes. Can it be done? Oh, yeah. Definitely. But it's unrealistic. Realistically, everybody else, if they get four, they did great. If we don't do two, it's like, <laughs> he's nobody. And nobody wants to be nobody. So now you have, you know, there was one time where, yes, you had black men who wanted to be rappers and singers and stuff, but you had black men who were like, I'm gonna, I want to grow up and fix cars. Now they don't want to do that shit no more. Now they don't want to do it anymore. They're like, no, I want to be the richest nigga I can be. I want to go do Forex and stuff like that. Yeah, because you doing Forex and then spending all your money to go on nice trips and show us that you make money doing Forex is definitely going to help the black community. It's definitely going to give us our own stuff. It's definitely going to it's definitely going to put us in a position where every time we leave the house in our communities, every store we go to isn't owned by another race of people. Yeah, yeah, you you making $10,000 a month doing forex. And I'm not knocking forex. I'm just keeping it real. I mean, I'm into forex. But you doing $10,000 a month doing forex to go buy cars, buy condos, go out of town all the time. You know, just to show us that you're making money doing Forex. You know, it's definitely going to help. It's going to help get these racist Asians out of our community and put black women in them nail shops. So they can actually understand what these people rubbing their foot is saying when they rubbing their feet. I don't know how y'all deal with that shit. <laughs> I took this one girl to get her nails done. I like her. Tell me, I can't hear her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. me here. me here. I'm thinking this. Yo, this bitch probably talking about me. Like she probably dead ass just dragging me right, right in front of me. Like yes, this nigga look like he's broke. I don't know why these black women go for these type of nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing about it. Like that's that's that lead me to my next point. They just don't. They don't put the. Yeah, they may not go for it in Asian communities, for example. Like, Asian women are very big on hypergamy. Like, they're very big on, you know, only dating the best of the best of their men. Some of them don't, but most of them at least try. But the pressure is different. And I notice because, you know, I be around Asian families and stuff. My stepmom is Asian. So I grew up with kind of like an Asian family. Like I have a black family, but I also have kind of like a step Asian family. Because, you know, her family is always around. So, like, actually, I can genuinely say that 
I've spent more time with her family than some of my own blood relatives. Because my blood relatives don't even, most of them don't even live here. So, there's always that. You know, but, but, but you know, the, 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 the real, the real, the real, the real spill is that at the end of the day, you know, everybody has a chance. Everybody deserves to, you know, feel good about what they do and, 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 and be what they're supposed to be, what they want to be, you know, saying everybody wants to be Jay-Z and every girl wants to be Beyonce. That's not realistic. It's just not. White people understand that. They're not all going to be Warren Buffett. They understand that there is roles. Somebody's got to get out here and cut these trees. Somebody's got to get... That's why their community doesn't need anybody else. They don't need anyone else. You know what they... You know when they bring people into their community? When they want Mexican food. When they want Korean food. That's it. Everything else, they don't need none of you motherfuckers. That's it. We come into their community and get stupid roles. Servant-like roles. Come clean my house. Come cut my grass. Come babysit my kids. Come cook some food. Nothing of infrastructure. Nothing of any power. Nothing of any dominance. Look at our race. Look at our community. Everybody else is owning our communities. Why? Why is BT owned by a white family? Black entertainment television. The whitest family you've ever seen in your fucking life. Go look it up. I mean, these guys are pasty super white. They're, hi, neighbor. My name is Roger White. Hi, yes, I would like a vanilla bean mocha latte, please, with extra caffeine. Yes, <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, white. These are breadcrumbs and macaroni and cheese white people that own black entertainment television. I bet money to eat coleslaw once a week. I can get a guy bet money they eat coleslaw once a week. They probably have a whole pound of that shit in their fridge. I don't like coleslaw, bro. <laughs> I, you know, I know some black people who eat that nasty shit. And I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on. But that shit is nasty. It's never going to be good. Ever. Ever. Every other... Look at the Mexican... That nigga go stand inside Home Depot all fucking day. And his community still love him. You're a working man. You take care of your family. You good, brother. Middle Eastern man go work at a convenience store all fucking day selling Narrowlaters and Newports. And wrap snack chips. Loved. Black man go go do that shit. He's broke, but he owns a convenience store. I don't give a fuck. I don't want no nigga who own no fucking convenience store. I want a nigga that's balling. Okay, so you want him to run the risk of going to jail? No, but niggas got to get money. Broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. I've been depressed. I'm just going to speak for myself for the last couple of minutes. I've been depressed, like suicidal type depressed, like doing cocaine, hoping that I overdose, like just snorting the sh shit out of that shit. Depressed, bro. Because I wasn't making money and because I felt like the money I was making wouldn't allow me to be a somebody to my people. My white friends, they love me. My Spanish friends, they love me regardless. They like me. They know I'm a good person. They know I have insight. My Asian, well, I don't really have many Asian friends, but the few Asians I've come across, they love me. The Middle Easterns love me. 
I don't know why, but Middle Eastern to East Africans fucking love me. I think they think I'm one of them. And I technically am. Because I'm Indian. Not Indian like Native American, but like I, I'm Indian like the country. India. I hate having to explain that. But, you know, not because of anything more than I felt like, damn, I'm a nobody. I have white friends, spend friends going through the same thing I'm going through. They don't feel that way. Because their culture, their community, their society doesn't tell them that they're a nobody if they're not a fucking millionaire. You know? Like, straight up. Depressed, bro. Not able to eat. Not able to... To, to sleep the way I need to sleep, losing myself, snapping on people who love me, uh, pushing people away, all of that, because I felt like I'm a nobody. I had to tell myself, look, you're going to be somebody. Now, who cares what people think about you in the meanwhile? But I had to do that for myself, and I had to really force that. on my. I didn't just naturally. I had to force it, and I'm still having to force it. I was depressed, bro. This is not a game. People got slapped. Do you understand? People got guns pulled on them. People got choked. Like, it's people with damaged property. Like, it's it's fucked up. I'm just giving you guys an insight to what I was dealing with. I wasn't able to enjoy vacations. I wasn't able to enjoy my friends. I wasn't able to enjoy nothing because I feel like I'm a nobody because the world tell me that if I'm not doing this, I'm a broke ass nigga and I ain't shit. Look at the language that we use with each other. To describe situations that everybody else in the world deals with. Everybody. I do understand that. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. Like I was I was depressed, bro. I also had to teach myself that just because I'm going through I can't take out my anger on other people. I was jumping out of cars. This is not, it's not funny. It's funny. It's ha ha ha. This is the third till a nigga put a gun to your face and blow your fucking brain out. It's funny till a nigga feel like he got to go rob you to get where he got to be in life. I mean, this is this is what it is, dude. It's kids in prison right now. Kids in prison. They won't ever come out because I'm a, you can blame it on them and say, well, I didn't I didn't do that. I don't give a fuck what you didn't do. Everybody has things different. Everybody don't have the resources or the wisdom or knowledge that you have. Why don't you share it so we don't have to go through this anymore? How about that? Since you know every goddamn thing. There are kids in prison. And you can say whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, it's because society and our culture and our community told them that they ain't shit if they ain't getting money. Get it at all means. Just get the bag. Get money. Or you ain't nothing. You can be the best person in the world. But you are nobody in the black community if you're a black man and you don't have money. If you're not a mixture of six different men all in one. It's beyond just money. I know I'm talking about money, but it's more than money. It's all kind of shit. How you want me to be a street nigga and a corporate nigga at the same time? I can't be both and a Christian. 
and love God and be woke and, and be pro-black and be an active. How the fuck I'm gonna do all of that shit at once? Like seriously. Like, this, this is what they want. They want you to be black by culture standards, corporate, a thug or a street nigga or at least hood. Tat it up. Carry pistols. But oh, be careful because the white policeman might shoot you. Be an activist. Be pro-black. But still run down on any nigga who tried me and show niggas that I'm tough. Be all of these things. And if there's one thing missing, just one I ain't shit. That's according to black women and black men. I ain't shit if just one of these characteristics, if just one of these traits, if one of these factors is missing. Just one. Don't do me no disservice and say, no, that's just what, no, no, no. We are not allowed to just be. You're black. You're a black man. You have the worst hand dealt. And people still think you're supposed to play the the best game of spades. But I'll tell you right now, man, there's going to come a time where all of this is going to fully backfire on us. And we're going to see the role that the enemy played in making us this way. And we're going to revolt and we're going to more than likely fail that revolt. Why? Because everybody will be all over the fucking place mentally. We won't be able to get along. Black men and black women overall hate each other. We don't respect each other. We do not love each other. We do not honor each other. We do not hold each other accountable when necessary. We hold each other accountable at all the wrong times. We're not on the same page. Black men all, all, are all over the goddamn place. All over. All over. See, what's sad about it is people say I'm complaining. Oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Simone Biles gets to quit the Olympics for basically no reason. We have unconditional love for black men. We don't have unconditional love for black men. And I can, if I can be honest with you, as much as I love being black, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, I hate being black. When I see all these other people get to just be whoever they are, just live, and it is what it is, I hate being black. I hate being a black man. I really do. It's annoying. They want so much from me. And they don't give me shit in return anyway. They want, But they want the world from me, though. Why you want so much from me? Why don't you just let me be? And if you don't like it, then you just go find somebody else to pick on, talk to, be friends with, date, whatever the case may be, work for, work with, I don't know. You know a motherfucker's nice to you when they need you. When you go to a woman's house and you're a plumber, black woman, she's so nice to you. Same nigga try to talk to her tomorrow, she won't talk to him. And I'm not talking about talk to her dating, I'm just saying in general, just speaking. 
In the house, she was nice. She probably would offer you some water because you're fixing her toilet. That's, that's the only time average niggas get love is when they're doing their job. That's it. That's it. You know why the word average is the word average is the most common. That's why. Meaning there's more of whatever we're talking about in this than there is what you're talking about in that. Y'all gonna figure it out. I don't know what else to tell you, man. You 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 figure it out. But there's definitely a lot of unrealistic pressure on black men. For black America. Sorry. Excuse me. Definitely. And there and there has to be something. I'm out, man.